0: how's it hanging everyone it's thursday night (laughs) it's thursday night march 3rd and it is time for yet another episode of super deluxe games cast i am here to flip the script and kind of turn the conversation upside down and uh i'll tell you what my opinions are going to have you on your head um so so let's yes god yeah this is good
1: holy
2: shit also also, also
1: Let's no. Nope, everybody let's, listening is going to be so confused <laughs> at the so at the John, beginning
3: of this. I think John has his, down.
2: his camera physically upside down and didn't I mean, realize no, it. Oh, his house was upside down. one of those Ripley, believe it or not, houses. Uh, John, John, you moved no, to I, Australia. No, as just as 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 Justin stated before we started the show, I actually I cleared
0: the first part of Dracula's Castle and I'm in the inverted stage now. Um. Ooh, Derek, what are you drinking? It's
4: a gin old fashioned.
0: Oh, ooh, all right, Cher. all right. well uh and that awesome voice you're hearing right now is rebecca valentine formerly of this podcast now of ign doing incredible work reb i am so excited that you're back like this is i've been waiting for this all week this is so cool yeah i can't
3: believe you've been doing boring normal podcasts this entire time and then when i come back you suddenly throw back in the technical chaos that has not been in the show at any point since i left because that would never happen
0: once or twice. That's, once or twice. Reb, Reb, this is that. Reb, this is all for you. This is this is this is this is just for you. Can you turned yourself have a upside flashback. down. just for little old me. I did, Reb. I did. Um. Uh. And uh, I, I try to come up with another upside down pun there, but I'm, I'm already. I'm looking at myself on the screen right now, and I, You're I can hardly too take shocked myself at seriously. The so. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Reb, it, it, I mean, <clears throat> the way you have just been crushing it over at IGN. Uh, you just got an award. Um, I, I mean, Oops. you were the... Uh, Reb, Reb, what was the name of that award again? You were journalist, journalist, best investigative journalist. The, the Rebber the, um, of the Year. Was, the Rebber it was of the, the Year. the
3: Journalism Award for the New York Video Game Critics. Yes. School.
0: Yeah. Wow. The, it it was so much you've accomplished. And how long have you been at IGN now, Reb? It seems like a
4: long time, but...
3: It's been a year since... Uh, it, was, it was a year on February 1st. So just a little over a year now.
4: I remember I, all of your, like like kind of internal debate and like, oh, this could be really good for me, but I'm really scared. And like you, you took that plunge and it's worked out so well for you. Yeah. And genuinely, every time I see a story you're working on blow up, I just glow.
0: I'm Shucks.
1: Shucks. Me too. Thanks,
0: me too. Thanks. It has been so, it, it it is just, it has been so incredibly gratifying for all of us to watch your career take off. We, we all
5: knew it would. Uh, I, for one, only buy games, Reb reviews. Me too.
2: <laughs> like, if it's I, not
5: good enough for Reb, not good enough for me and that's the only that's, reason i'm even that's facts
0: the only reason i'm even picking up silk song whenever it does release is because i know rev thinks it's going to be good um, if that's if it's good enough for rev it's good enough for me so although i will say hi britt where the I hell Brit. is a silk song <laughs> Brit? but hi britt um yo britt we're turning the shit upside down
6: why? Well, like, why are we doing Stranger Things? I don't understand.
0: I don't know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but. Don't look up um, like this. At any rate, uh, Reb, it is so it is so nice to have you back. No matter where you go in your career, you're always going to be part of our weird little family here. Uh, and we love you for that. So, guys, we have a lot. Two really big topics tonight. We're going to talk about Ring and we're going to talk about the uh, the advent of uh, Gen Nine Pokemon, which I. I don't think anybody was really expecting John, are to you, be announced. Do you
4: have internet? where you? Oh live? my god!
3: Or, I was so worried. It was Okay, mine I was, just, no. I was no. I like yeah. It's Me John.
4: So
5: <sighs> what? So what? So what John was so trying to up. say is we're going to talk about Elder Ring. And then we're going to talk about Gen Nine Pokemon. We weren't, and which he thinks, which no one was really predicting, and uh, and 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 other stuff. What are you talking about? Oh my, <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> are about? The, no, for all the, of all our viewers and listeners, this is so funny.
1: Mister
5: Roboto over John, here, John.
1: Your internet, your video and audio isn't working. On top of being upside down, <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
4: oh, we lost John.
5: So okay, okay. Well, <laughs> we are, lost are, in disguise, so Pokemon, so, huh? Second oldest host now.
2: <laughs> Is I that? Oh, well, oh, your camera's oh, well, normal. You're up, you're right up, no. Wait, hold up. Let me flip Ooh. my camera around because I don't recognize you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. All right.
0: Um, we're going to start. Do you guys want to kick off with what we've been playing? Yeah. yeah. Reb, you're our guest. Why don't you go first?
3: Well, I can't. I've been playing Elden Ring. Well, we're that's talk true, about that yeah. Minute. I have not been playing. I have been playing nothing else. It has consumed my mind.
0: That's the good shit right there. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, so we're going to. So, 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 Reb's going to pass, and we're going to talk about. Uh, Elden Ring, obviously, is our, one of our big topics tonight.
4: Um, uh, Derek, what are you
0: playing this week, bud?
4: I got bad news for you. What's the bad news, Derek? <laughs> just He's been, been Elden fucking Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, pass from fucking Derek.
0: Can, I, about can, I,
4: can, I, can, I, can I take a substitution? Because I think a lot of us are going to pass. Of course you A lot of us are going to pass because of Elden Ring is what yeah. we've been playing. So I'm. can I interject with a hubris anecdote?
2: Please. Please. So
4: we had a chili cook off at work. This has no, nothing no. to do with video games. We had a chili cook off at work. For those of you who know uh, or don't know, it doesn't matter for all of you. I'm a really good cook. And I do make a really good chili. It's not overly it it spicy. Me. It's very heavily seasoned. A lot of good earthy, bitter aromatics in there. Mm. A lot of coriander. White beans Obviously, or, or por-
0: white bean or pinto bean? Uh, Azuki beans. beans. They're one of my favorite
4: okay. uh, Red there. beans. Asian red beans. Um... I, I use um, Asian chilies and jalapeno and poblano peppers. I use, like, saffron and turmeric. Like, I'm I'm going mm. in there with the seasonings.
3: Saffron and chili. Now I'm intrigued. Just a little
4: bit because the thing is this chili ends up being kind of dark. Because I use coffee and beer as part of the liquid. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, it, it it doesn't... Here in the Midwest, people really like bright red chili. So mm. I used turmeric and sa- and, a, and just a little saffron because it's expensive. More for color than anything else. Although it Ooh, does give you...
3: them. Good. Yes.
4: But also it does it's a good, nice, earthy kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the problem. There were only five entrants at work for this chili cook-off. Um, and I got fourth place. But here's the thing. I could accept that if the other three chilies that beat me were good.
3: Mm-hmm. Folks,
4: <laughs> they were not. Were
3: they the Master Chief chili recipe?
4: So the first oh, chili, the one that no. won first place, <laughs> was made largely with store bought store brand salsa.
3: No. Which does
4: like, not pay- make are we it talking fucking like case shit? New York
3: I
5: mean. yes.
0: City Kroger brand.
3: You put <laughs> Kroger brand salsa <laughs> and chili? No, yes. that's not right. I think you
0: could, but like Mm-mm. why? Mm-mm.
4: No. No, you don't put fucking salsa in chili.
0: Anyway, I don't
3: care
1: if
4: it's... It's
3: not the right it, way around. But it
4: at least had flavor. Like, somebody put spices in this and made a chili. Um Fine. Second place was virtually flavorless. Uh, it got second place from people voting because it had corn in it. Which is not... I don't think corn should be in chili. Ah!
3: Um, I'll it allow can it. Be. if the chili is good enough. I'll allow it, but it's like, not good
2: though. It's that not doesn't corn, It doesn't elevate
3: chili. It didn't have
2: much flavor. The corn sounds, the corn, yeah. sounds corn
3: does not elevate chili above having flavor.
4: Right. Chili number three was watery and, again, drastically under seasoned. Um, and, then, and then fourth place was mine my wonderful, thick, hearty, very flavorful, very heavily seasoned chili. We Your chili's Just like me. Yeah, that that I cooked for 4 hours in a Dutch oven because I go all the way with this stuff. Um and then fifth place was Hormel's. Somebody put a couple cans of Hormel's in a slow cooker. Dude, at least you beat
0: the at least you beat the Hormel's, man.
4: But like. what I learned is I I should have known from the beginning because the problem is uh that I food food and i should never have tried to make chili for a bunch of midwestern white
2: folks no it was just a losing proposition from the beginning don't put any effort for white people that's what i've done and you know my life is great (laughs) yeah
4: so that in 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 lieu of of anything gaming related at this point (laughs) uh my life has been in shambles (laughs) <laughs> because I lost to the most underseasoned chili I've ever tasted. I
0: was the, lost. Elden how the Elden Ring. I love really
4: how good. with I lost
6: to salsa I lost how with everything happening in the world right now.
0: I love that with everything happening throughout the world right now, your life
4: is in shambles because of the chili cook-off. Oh well my brain actively refuses to to (laughs) handle any of the rest of it. So
3: sometimes it's easier to think about problems that you can wrap your brain around. I work in a news station,
4: so with everything going on, I don't get to escape it. So my brain just goes, Forest field. That's it. All right. I did an arm Uh, thing for listeners. Finn. What are you playing this week? We know it's not
0: Elden
5: Ring. Not not Elden
6: Ring, because I got taste. Triangle strategy, I'm assuming.
5: That's not till Friday. Tomorrow,
3: You also have like a small child, and Elden Ring doesn't have a pause function, so I see why that might be yeah. a problem for
2: you. Yeah, fatherhood is the Elden Ring.
5: <laughs> no, I'm going to get it on PC eventually, my child where they modded that in child a pause wait. button. <laughs> that child play. can wait. Play Elden Ring playing? the way God intended. Paused. Uh, no, I've been playing, uh, <laughs> I got my, my Platinum Trophy in Infernax, and I've been playing uh, Horizon play. Forbidden West. But I didn't all. But I promptly then went to Mardi Gras for a week, so I haven't played any video games for a little bit. Oh no, never mind. I started Mother Three. Yes, uh, finally. Ooh. Thank
0: you, Finn. Finally, Finn yeah. and I met up in D.C. and we had uh, we had lunch, and I uh, I had a extra uh, translated uh, cart of Mother Three that I gave him. He's never played it. You just it. had one um, laying around, you know. Kind I of- have two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have two. <laughs> And uh, you know, just an extra. And you know, I, you know what? I always like to keep a copy of Mother 3 in my pocket, uh, just in case I need it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I gave it to Finn. And uh, Finn, I am so excited to talk to you about this because Mother 3 is one of the greatest fucking so, RPGs. Uh,
5: I mean, Forbidden Forbidden West. I, am not too terribly far because again, I took a whole break off it. But, but having 100% Infernax, I, I can straight up say there is zero percent chance that does not make my top ten for this year. It is the best Katie. retro love letter since uh, Shovel Knight or mm, The I Messenger. Heard. It's it's so damn good.
0: I heard um, it's like it's like a, a pastiche of Zelda Two and,
4: and uh, Castlevania Two. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, I've been playing it a little bit before Elden Ring came out, and like I really liked what I've played of it so far. It's really fun.
5: I hear a cat. Yeah, that, that that's in Rebs room all up in. The oh, it's Rebs cat. Okay,
4: <laughs> I was like, what? I had to let
3: her in because she was screaming. At the but
5: phone. uh. But yeah, and then, and then Horizon, I'm sure we'll get into that eventually in, in our own After Hours. Sure. But that game is phenomenal. I have I have yet to encounter anything I don't like about it. I'll just say that uh, compared to Horizon 1's slower start, Forbidden West does not have that lull, which I think is very nice. Okay. Awesome.
0: Um, I'll go next because I'm going to be quick uh obviously i've been playing Elden ring which we're gonna get into in a bit i've also been playing two other games um i've been playing final fantasy 6 pixel remaster which you guys have heard me talk about final fantasy VI a billion times we won't get into that but it's fucking awesome um aside from those issues that everybody's already aware of uh and today i downloaded the demo for kirby and the forgotten land Ooh, um
3: kirby! and
0: i fired that up it is Gorgeous, yeah, it waiting. is There's so beautiful. I didn't know there was There's a demo, demo dropped today, There's yeah, dropped like today. out of nowhere. Surprise! Um, it is so fucking beautiful. Now, I will say this everybody was talking about this big open world Kirby game, not exactly what it is. Um, it's still split into levels. I, I it's, I've, I, you know, and people have been saying, Oh, it's like Mario Odyssey. A far more apt comparison is like Super Mario 3D Land.
4: Yeah, I was gonna um, say it just looks like a kirby but a kirby with 3d levels and but yeah, I think yeah that's like what it's I a
0: 3d want. kirby for sure uh but it's far more like i felt like i was playing a kirby version of super mario 3d land on 3ds hell yeah um i love this it's beautiful it's delightful uh mouthful mode is a little weird to see at first <laughs> mouthful? um but uh you'll you'll get over it uh, never uh there's a moment there's a moment in the early, early in the demo where, where, you know, Kirby swallows the car, he becomes Carby. And Vicky was watching me over my shoulder. She goes, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's best if you don't ask questions. Okay. I was like, don't, don't worry about mouthful mode. She says, wait, I'm sorry. It's called mouthful mode. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's called mouthful yeah mode. it's called mouthful mode. she just like or... stared at me for a minute and walked off i don't think she believed me
6: but that—that <laughs> that is what i call when i order uh taco bell DoorDash. it's just mouthful <laughs> hell yeah
2: <laughs> i was gonna make a taco bell joke it.
1: thank you for that yes <laughs> hey, no, hey, like, <laughs> i i refilled my baja blasts with water right now that's right. So. Justin's the only one representing you might have a few baja blast particles still
4: in that water it's homeopathic I... baja blasts i know <laughs> Oh and also by the way I don't know
0: if but uh, uh Mr. in chat pointed this out, but uh, uh I saw this earlier on Twitter in Japan they are coming out with Kirby boxes for yeah, Switch OLED. Yeah, it looks OLEDs. like Kirby
4: is eating the um, box. I love it. It looks oh, like that's Kirby awesome. ate the Switch OLED box.
0: Yeah. Does um, the
3: OLED not... get like a design or anything though or is it just the No, it's just I think I think it's part... just the
1: box. Well that's cool. Uh, like, Kirby put box.
3: Kirby on the Switch.
1: <laughs>
0: it, if they came out with a, with a Kirby SwOLED I would absolutely. I'd,
2: I would um, upgrade. I would finally upgrade. Yeah, for, it sure. A, yeah. For, for sure, for sure. Kirby swallowed yeah. or uh, or Donkey Kong uh, Ed. Those are the only two I would go for. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, after
0: playing two levels of that demo, the Kirby has become one of my most anticipated games this year. It, it was just pure joy from start to finish. Um, I fucking loved it.
2: Mm. Uh, c- CJ. Um, uh, no surprise. I've also been playing Elden Ring. Um, so we'll get into that. But um, oh, man, I, I have a lot to say about that i have a lot um it's gonna be a meaty discussion my friend so
6: so but that's it, why it, i got it, the alcohol it, so i can just zone right the fuck in, <laughs> in, keeping with, in keeping with the sort
2: of themes of Elden ring you know this like desolate world where you try to find joy in like death and destruction i obviously went to go see a movie about that and that movie was of course uh jackass forever hell, hell yeah yes. How funny. listen listen the theater was empty just me and my cousin like two other people I I'm happy it was empty cuz I would have embarrassed myself with how hard I was laughing throughout <laughs> the absolute funniest movie I've seen in a the theater the hardest I've laughed just a wonderful wonderful experience to see this the series I've grown up with kind of grow up with me CJ um, I got
4: to show John uh Jackass the movie
2: for the first time
4: he'd never oh experienced God. Jackass Whoa, really you no know, yeah. all
2: time like Oh, my God. Again, just they showed and, and and forever they showed clips from like the first Jackass from the TV show. And I'm like, holy shit. I remember distinctly where I was like late night on TV watching it with my dad and just being here now uh, experiencing it in a theater with my cousin, who I also watched a lot of clips with. We're just cracking the fuck up. I, he got really high before watching this, too. and It was just such a great experience there um i i I loved it i think it's just interesting i i the first thing i did after watching it went on letterboxd gave it that five uh five stars and i'm like all right yep this is the greatest film of 2022 so far i don't care uh, honestly
0: it's... i had never seen the original jackass cj and one of the now one of my all-time favorite comedic moments is when
2: johnny Knoxville gets his shit right butterbean and then he wakes up and he's like is butterbean okay there's a bit like, like that here fucking God. there's a bit like that here where again this man's like in his 50s getting like you know he's got shit it rock. yeah and he he, he 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 delivers a line immediately after getting like injured but like badly. And it's 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 that that timing is absolutely perfect. He, there are there are comedians who spend their entire lives honing their craft and they'll never come close to like the delivery of like is butter be OK or <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> one scene in um in, in forever <laughs> is butter OK. Is that Bob? Oh, my God. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love you know it. I've, I've jackass. never seen a
5: jackass before either. <laughs> you
1: gotta Finn, what
5: finn, bro, finn, finn, like you like, that you,
1: that you need to you gotta change God that son right now it's great it, it
2: really, i, I, it's I great. have
5: no interest every time no, i've no. seen a trailer i'm like
2: oh finn. It, no. no i thought i had no interest either finn but i was it's, wrong it's juvenile yes it's gross it's it's just painful hey but i disaster. love juvenile but like, i mean that, that's that's 50 of my personality like there's a sense of like Brotherhood, this sense of like family. They are. They
6: are. Of- yeah. They're big, like, um, LGBTQ supporters. Exactly. Like, yeah.
2: 100%. percent they're, cool. they're all huge. The new cast members were great, too. Rachel Wilson was funny. Fucking Jasper from Odd Future was there. I loved it. <laughs> um, any movie where I get to go see Machine Gun Kelly, like, in pain, somehow, 10 out of 10. Wow. I fucking hate, fucking wow. hate that, dude. So, yeah. see, I've,
3: I've heard not that I'm disagreeing that was, like, with you. Very wholesome. Like, it more, is. Like, just very. <sighs> heartwarming okay. and specific I this
2: guess is weirdly wholesome I, in it general is because right. it's like it's just these guys who are friends with each other and they find funny look I actually was like tearing up more here than I did like Spider-Man in Spider-Man No Way Home because there were like bits where at the end where they showed clips from the the original movies and show and I'm like holy shit like they did it like they managed to wrap everything up in this wonderful arc if this is the last film they did it this is like the perfect conclusion to the series that I've loved forever it's, it's just, just so
3: fascinating to me because I feel like I, I've seen like tidbits of the first mm-hmm. Jackass movie. I've not seen much more than that. And I, I feel like this, the, this concept, like if you came to me and pitched me the concept for the show, like with with it having, having never been done before, I would say it could either go the way that this has, or it could be an absolute fucking train wreck of because nasty bro behavior.
2: It is. Yep. It is. But like, it's so like yeah. the, the the show is that the show is nasty bro behavior. But then when they got funding for these movies, every single film had an arc. So the arc in this one, what was it? The arc in the first one is, all right, Jackass now has millions of dollars. Jackass 2 is, uh, now they're all superstars. Jackass 3 is, all right, these guys clearly don't talk to each other anymore, and you can see that in this movie, but they kind of have to do it. And then I'm going. And then in Jack, don't play me off, Sean. And then in Jackass 4, it's very much, it's very much like, it's very much like, all right, we're getting the, the band chance. back together. We're getting the band back together. This is it. This movie will either kill us, or this is, or because it is, or this is our a proper way to say goodbye and introduce like a new generation, which they do, and I absolutely love it. And I'm done, John. There. There's your Oscar. Like, no, Thank you for know, telling me about that. I wanted to know about that. It, it all, yeah,
0: no, I'm in all seriousness,
2: CJ, like 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 seeing you
0: that happy about something right now, like that that's exactly what people need right now. Something to make them that happy, to to, to bring them that kind of joy. That's we, we, we could all use uh, a little bit more of that exuberance, uh, to be honest um (laughs) Britt.
6: um i have been playing um pokemon and horizon i beat pokemon which is huge huge for me that i beat a game this early in the year because i have been struggling uh playing single player games and beating them and it horizon like slowly just tore me away from it because i was super addicted to pokemon but it's like It's funny how similar the gameplay is between Horizon and Pokemon because it's like you're kneeling in bushes, you're sneaking, like, you know. And I kept, like, messing up the buttons. I'd switch back and forth between one game.
0: Oh, that happens to me all the time.
6: Yeah, and I just couldn't, like, I just couldn't get it. But I've been playing Horizon, and it is, I can already tell right now, it is going to be my game of the year. I fucking love it. It's incredible. It has some of the most representation i've seen in any game there's so many black characters there's so many asian characters like they they're just an abundance compared to white characters which is something
1: that i think the first game did really well too mm -hmm. uh i've also been playing horizon um but uh yeah like they they not only have like a wide variety of people from different races but like there's like also like various skin tones and people with like mm-hmm. different types of pigmentation like mm-hmm. I, I have this spot on my on my face that I'm kind of self-conscious about where you know like I'm white so it doesn't stand out all that much but you know I, I'm lacking pigmentation on this one spot and like there are people with various levels of pigmentation and like there's a lot of different body types uh, mm-hmm. represented in Horizon and stuff too right. uh, it's something that I've always thought like you could tell it was a very conscious effort from gorilla's team uh and yeah they, they they really really leaned into that with the sequel as well
6: yeah they um and it's just like the the abundance and just the detail that goes into it it's it's like i i see repeat like npcs in town the white ones are like you know repeat same hair whatever but it's like every black character i've seen so far has been like very detailed and very um like it's their look like they don't really share a look with anybody else so that's i loved that and the biggest thing i love and i was talking to uh justin about this was they sort your inventory in categories so it tells you what you can sell what is used for crafting what are key items for crafting and then like just stuff you keep in your pouch and it's so helpful you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an
0: even more streamlined system that than, than they had in the because they did that really well in the first game too right no it, it
6: specifically puts it into those categories and now you don't you're not limited on how much you can pick up you have a stash oh, that's, that's so you can Thank just you. endlessly Jesus. and that's all i've been doing like i've put so many hours into it. Yesterday I streamed for 2 hours and didn't even do any main story. I was just doing side quest, gathering and just exploring and it's just <clears throat> they did this really well in the first game, but it it, it does a really good job of pre- presenting this very huge world but not like overwhelming you with it. Like it's very much you go at your own pace. It doesn't overwhelm you um and it's just it's just a really awesome good game to get into, and I'm really really enjoying it.
0: Yeah, well, go Britt. Brit, I actually have a question for you. Yes, um, I, I have not played this yet because I've been knee deep in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the few criticisms I've heard about Horizon is that uh, Aloy is constantly telling you kind of like where to go or giving you strong hints on on what to do and where to go, and I, I've heard a few people say it's a little too I'd rather just explore the world and figure out where I need to be but it's literally
1: just it's it's just in like certain areas um like I I don't mind that she talks but like there are times where she will tell you what to do before you've even had a chance to look around the room and see where you're going um or like you know, you go around to just pick up the stuff in the room and she'll have told you what the next step of the puzzle is beforehand. It's only really in the puzzle areas. Like, okay. the combat is still quite challenging and you need to figure that stuff out and, like, the strategies and stuff. Yo, it's the just, hippo enemies. They're <laughs> awesome. They, they, they just needed to tune... That part a is the melee bit combat any better? Yes, oh, like that's yes. a lot. That is my biggest... very,
6: it's very reminiscent to God of War. <laughs> like, you get okay. combos now.
1: Yeah, like there's actual combos, you can string them together. And there's like this mechanic where, as you hit stuff, it charges up your shield or not not your shield, it charges up your, your staff. And then, if you do a strong hit with that, it like puts like an energy um ball on them. And if you hit that, then it explodes and does a lot of damage. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I actually. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I actually really enjoy that one. Like, if you can combo it right, you'll just, like, run up them, kick them, and then jump into the air, go in slow motion, and fire an arrow at the spot. That is it's, the best combo. It's incredibly satisfying, and it's super cool.
4: One of my favorite moments
0: uh from last gen was uh playing Horizon Zero Dawn and getting to that fir- that that watchtower uh, up in the mountain, that first watchtower up in the mountains before you get to Karja. Uh, and cause I, I was like, man, this is a pretty big world. And then I oh, realized yeah, there's a the whole trip, other section. So yeah. That, that trip up the mountain. And, that, and like, all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, there's fucking more. And, uh, and so I, I cannot wait to play, uh, I have, Forbidden West.
1: I have actually, I, I have actually finished Forbidden West's story. I'm not done with oh. all the side stuff. Um, I, I, it's, it's a much bigger game than the first, like the actual, like sheer size of the map isn't all that much bigger it is bigger but it's just like it's so much more dense and handcrafted with like actual worthwhile well made It's so pretty
6: the whole um, fucking game is so gorgeous it has
1: like the most environment variety i have seen in an open world game in a long long time and even though it's cross gen you
5: if you had told me it wasn't i would have believed you
1: well, they um, they they did a really really good job uh improving it for for PS5. It's gorgeous. Like it's it it's stunning. It's like and it's so consistent like um Britt mentioned like the side stuff and like you can tell almost every NPC conversation seems like it was done now with actual performance capture, not yeah. just not not even just like because, you know, the first game did not have great animations and conversations and stuff. But now it's like full on high quality performance capture for like yep, every conversation, every character, um, like the side stuff, Um, even though this, you know, doesn't have as many like set piece moments, obviously. But like the quality of the side quests is really, really high mm-hmm. and really, really consistent. Um, The side. It stuff, also
6: links back into like main yeah. story stuff you've done. Like, yeah, you know, like after from.
1: after completing it, like I have actually had references to like the end of the game come up like in some of the side stuff. It, it's really, really cool. Um, it, It's it's one of those sequels that like if you liked the first one, you will there you will love this one. Like, I don't know it, if it, it would win over people that didn't really like the first game, but if you like the first game, they they really amped everything up yeah
6: i had muscle memory playing this game like it was like i was going back like that's how similar the the controls are but it's like vastly different like in the sense of like the melee combat and the different abilities you can get and it's just it's just they listen to the
5: criticisms of the first game and i think especially with all the six different upgrade trees so you can customize Aloy to your uh play style
1: yeah so anyway the so, sorry, I kind of piggybacked off of Brit. Brit, were you done? hmm Go ahead. Okay. Because I also um, have something else I've been playing that I'd like to talk about, which is um, uh, Destiny 2's Witch Queen expansion. Ah, yeah. I uh, I have taken a bit of a break from Destiny for a while. Um, the, the way they were kind of going with the seasonal model did not really click with me. Um, but, you know, the most I... I, but I played, I've played. i played Destiny on and off, you know, since the first alpha. But my favorite time period in Destiny was the Taken King expansion for Destiny 1.
3: I'd agree Which with that. Witch Queen
1: yeah. is basically Taken King to. Um It has combined so many of my favorite things about Destiny in such a great way and kind of reintroduced them and integrated them in a way that I think is digestible for people that have been, haven't been have been following all that much. It's such a great re-entry point. Um, they take a lot of some of the really deep lore stuff and actually put it on screen, put it in the game um, in a really smart, easily accessible way and also provide new context. So even if you're familiar with some of it, there's still like really good revelations for there. It's the first time that Bungie has really... Seem to be able to tell a real story, um, really deep story in, in this series. I I loved the story. They had some amazing reveals. the 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 mission design is so much different from how the Destiny campaigns usually are. They integrated a lot of raid and dungeon mechanics into the actual campaign, and stuff now too. It's just they have built up like this is like it took them a very long time to get to this point, but like. The, some of the stuff that they finally reveal and finally show and finally like do in this is like the culmination of all eight years of destiny. Oh, that's um, fantastic, and, it, dude. and it's really exciting to see where it's going. Um, and it's got it gotten its hooks in me all over again. Um, and I, I'm so happy that it turned out this way because there were huge expectations for it. It got delayed, so then you know people kept building even more and more. Um, and I think I and so far it seems like they have fully delivered um which is awesome (laughs) that doesn't always that's not always how it's gone with destiny but um no witch queen has been great um i'm really really happy with that with that outstanding all right
0: well uh now that we've got what we've been playing out of the way it is time to leap into our first big topic for this week guys it is time to talk about Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster.
5: Hell yeah! All um, right, so I, it, I'm, I'm handing just in my kidding. my,
0: it's my nice. reservation. So- it's
2: been a good <laughs> year with the podcast, <laughs> and I have a lot of great memories. Um, I'm going to remember the <laughs> Balan Wonder review. I'm going to remember us talking about Nier. I'm going to remember you know all these fun podcasts. CJ, videos. you did get
0: CJ, you didn't even get to review Stranger of Paradise before you. You left. know
2: what? It's okay. I'll um, take that L. I'll take the sacrifice. It's fine. You guys have a good life. Um, I and I, I love it. All right. Thank you for thank you for for having me.
3: How do we no, give John technical issues again?
2: Really <laughs> easy, it's really easy. I'll turn like my case. You gotta think really hard. Negative thoughts about John, he'll flip over again. He'll I will, absolutely. Um, so, the no, movie.
6: so... That so, comment the... single-handedly reminded Reb why she quit the podcast in the first <laughs> I know,
2: yeah. Wow. It really, it really does. You guys, you guys, you guys got, um, so... got me just to like, okay, who, who can we pawn our fucking Final Fantasy six talk on who's like not initiated yet? <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> it's, um, so, so for for 90 hours now i have been engrossed in elden ring uh, 90. i'm, I'm over 90 hours into the game Wow! i have not finished it. i have not finished it um well you so had the game ring. for roughly a week pre-release
3: that's true yeah
0: yeah i did um so we were we were lucky enough to get a review copy thank you bandai namco um Elden Ring, Elden Ring, a game that immediately to me felt, at the same time, incredibly familiar and like nothing I'd played before. Um. I don't even like I I we did this big review on it, and I I'm still finding. Reb, you had a tweet the other day that that really spoke to me about how I feel about this game. In that, I sit like I'll think all day about what I want to do in Elden Ring when I get home, yeah. right? I'm like, okay, this is my mission. This is where yeah. I'm going. Um, I want to go to... And then on my way there, I get distracted by a thousand fucking things, and I actually don't end up doing the thing that I had thought all day that I was going to do because I have found so much shit off the beaten path. Yes. Uh, and this game has dug its way into my brain in a way that... It, no game has in many many years. Um, it
3: it you know is one of feeling? my. John, you know that feeling. I don't know if you know this feeling when you like have opened a Wikipedia for whatever reason, a Wikipedia article to mm-hmm. learn about a thing, and you yes, get it, like do that two all, paragraphs all in, and there's like a link to some other thing that you didn't know existed, and you're like, wait, what's yep. this? And you open that in a new tab, and you start and eventually reading. and have you got twelve tabs tab- open. That's <laughs> Elden Ring.
0: <laughs> I do that. All the time, and you are absolutely right. It is. I told Derek before he started playing it. He's, you know, we—I had the review code. Uh, I got it on a Wednesday, and after 24 hours, I called Derek and I said, "Dude, if you had told me that this was Dark Souls, Dark Souls Four, I'd believe you." Um, and it is. It takes everything that From Software has done right with the Souls franchise, and puts it into a world that feels more at the same time, more alive and more dangerous than almost any other game world I have experienced. Um, And Reb, you, uh, you are, I've seen you talking on Twitter at length about how Elden Ring has, has absolutely just clawed its way into your mind.
3: I was not going to buy this game until like two weeks before it came out. I was like, "Eh, I don't know. I played Dark Souls and liked it for 20 hours. I have better things to do. I'm not going to play Elden Ring nah, I'm playing Elden Ring, baby. It I've seen
6: that a lot, like, just across the board. People are like, "Eh, I'm, I'm, like, lukewarm on this, and then they're like, this is my fucking life. Like, eat, sleep, Elden Ring. It does help that
4: I think a lot of the more punishing aspects of the Soul (coughs) series are gone here. Like, you know, very famously, great example is uh, a lot of the Dark Souls games punish you for dying with, like, reducing your maximum hp right you know mm-hmm. so you go like hollow form in the first dark souls you, if you die you gotta pop you a need, humanity you need to, to use yeah. an item which is relatively rare to get back to being full health but by doing so you also open yourself up to invasion and in an elden ring all it is is you die you you, sekiro you have the the dragon rot where npcs start getting sick the more you die and it feels like these games punish you Because of the fact that they're hard. And I love these games. I've I've beaten the shit out of all these games. But it's very freeing to play Elden Ring. And if I die, I just go pick up my souls and I move on. Like, I don't have to sit here and sweat like, okay, well, I've got to worry about these limited consumables, you know, to get myself back to to full status. And I don't have to worry about um, what invasions only happen if you're in co-op. So yeah, like I don't th- have yeah, to you worry. Just turn them off. You have to
3: actively turn them on basically. Yeah,
4: I, I don't have to worry about randomly being invaded by human players who are way over leveled who will kick my ass when I'm just trying to vibe. And there's a lot of <laughs> vibing. Like Elden Ring's a great listening to a podcast game. Where, yes, like, it
0: is? Yes it is. But like, I- I'll tell you what. They've definitely put on
4: some like behind the bastards and just like gone across the the landscape and you know, like checked out a little tower here and there.
0: I'll say, there was a moment in this game where I, it, when I when I realized when I truly, truly realized that this game was something special was when I made it to to the sea offer a deep well in the mist woods. And I was like, oh, there's a little elevator that's going to take me down here. I wonder where this will take me. And I get in the elevator and I go down and I go down for like 45 fucking seconds. You're just going down and then it opens up into this cavern that that is mind-boggling in scope like it looks like it's the size like it's got a skybox this this cavern is so big and it it's got like star like it looks like stars twinkling in the distance and i was like holy shit and
3: And you open up the map and you realize it's on a completely different map layer than the rest of everything else you're like there's an underground what i was
0: like what is this game like how fucking big can this be because it's so
3: big it's so big it is it is un i cannot express how big sorry i can't express how big this is like it is it doesn't make sense that this game is this big because look there are so many open world games out there we un, open world is fucking done to death i yep. before and i hate
4: 99 of them
3: exactly before yeah. elden ring, i would have told you i'm fucking sick of open world smaller maps ever condense everything make small intricate locations again this is shit and then we get elden ring which is like a big world where the size is like thought about like it is it's not just a bunch of like forests full of a full of like stupid markers that i don't give a shit about yeah i'm so tired together and telling a story like even when you get i'm like four zones in now and i'm still like everything feels like it's meaningful and put somewhere for a purpose but it just keeps getting bigger and i'm like how how is this so big i saw dark souls this that was a decent size that wasn't this big how did you do this witchcraft shit it's
4: one of the things I, I hate most about open world games and it's so why I, I so rarely play and like any of them for long or enjoy any of them is there's so much busy work. Right. And I get overwhelmed by this Ubisoft style open world game format that so many games follow, where there's these a billion radio towers to climb mm-hmm. up and unlock, you know, one eighteenth of the map. And by the way, here's 17 different collectibles and 40 different side quests with, you know, eight markers each on the map. And here's a checklist of all the different types of things you can do. I love and Elden Ring getting rid of all that shit actually gives me so much more desire to explore and remember where I've been and 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 I I see a tower on a map because it's just a map and I go that looks like that could be a town or something I should check that out and I go and I check it out and I find shit and I love that That,
3: you know it's because in a Ubisoft game there's like give or take like seven things to do there are like mm-hmm. seven different things and they're basically just copy pasted in the different spots of the map yeah. and the enemies might be slightly harder and the loot might be slightly different but it if you see that, if you see a certain icon, you know exactly what that thing is going to be. But in Elden Ring, there is no, no two places are the same. Like even if the towers look kind of similar, there's always some different shit at them. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. A like, completely different it, story.
2: You know, one area you're, you know, you're fighting a dragon. The other one, wolves fall out of the fucking sky when you wolves right. fall out of the fucking Why sky. Why are there Day? wolves? It's like, raining cats and dogs, and they forgot yes. the cats. But look, I—it's interesting because like I love a bunch of open world games, but lately I, I haven't found that one I want to live in yet. So post Red Dead Two, post um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which doesn't count because I reviewed it. So I want to like, live, live in, in the Elden Ring world, right? That's not no, what no, no. about like, to get at. But I look, so <laughs> that feeling that Reb was talking about, like planning, like what you're going to do when playing in that game, that that's been me at work all all week, and there was a moment where it hit where. I'm like, oh, shit, this isn't just another open world game. This isn't a Souls game. This is my new Phantom Pain. And what I mean by that is oh, no. when I first got my my PS4, the first game I got was Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. I'm and sorry. That game... No, 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 no. John, I don't think you understand. That game I rules put...
4: for exactly 79 hours, and then no, you no. hit the end. Oh, and then no, no, no. You Try
2: 300. It. I put 300 hours in that game before I finished it. Um, just it, it, it. I'm surprised I passed all my classes my freshman year when I got it. Because it, it it became my life, I planned everything out, I, I, I absolutely love that game, I have, Elden Ring is that for me now, Elden Ring has consumed everything, I have completely neglected, I, like to hear. I wanted to like not do this podcast today, I'm going to be straight up, I wanted to go fucking play Elden Ring, but I'm like, not, you I'm know what, it. I should I should be on here to talk about it, I have to go to work tomorrow, I'm going to be thinking about Elden Ring, all the boomers at the library are going to talk to me about some bullshit, I'm thinking about Elden Ring, I totally <laughs> care about anything else this is the only game i want to play i don't think you guys understand like that feeling like for the for the first time in like the longest time i finally found a game that i can i want to go home and play it has been so hard to find anything like that
6: I agree it, that's me with horizon
2: It is, but i so gotta know fun. cj
6: did you rent it from the library or did you actually buy it
2: i fucking bought it day one that's <laughs> that's my boy no, listen that's my i boy. wasn't going to i wasn't going to the fomo didn't hit you know what? i was gonna buy fucking gran turismo 7 instead and i'm like you know what i was prepa- i was prepared i set aside money for my paycheck for that game i'm like fuck it. i want a nice racing game to play and then you know the fomo didn't hit because it's a souls game but then i started hearing open world the next step, I listened to um, our review of it, and I'm like, oh, shit, is this my new Phantom Pain? And then, you know, well, 20-something. And, you know, I want to
0: take something you just said, CJ, and and, and springboard off of that. Um, when you, when we say that this is an open-world game, we mean exactly that. There's um, no... And, and, and- there's no borders, there's no like like it it is without reservation. I say that there's it is no borders and the only gods
4: and kings are the ones you're going to fucking kill. Like, Absolutely. True <laughs> anarchist dream.
3: You could drown I'll, in the ocean. I'll
2: go well, as yeah. far as this. Yeah. I now f- I, f- it's I understand. Like real life. I understand why people like Breath of the Wild so much. I understand Breath of the Wild more because of this game. Because Breath of the I Wild actually did- it didn't get me. No, so, Breath of the Wild yeah. didn't, didn't like hook me like everyone. Like I'm like I'm, I'm thinking I should love Breath of the Wild. It's like Phantom Pain, mechanics driven. um You know, very little guidance. Just this big open world. You do all the stuff. Didn't get me. Wrestle 1 could
4: almost stand to be like less Ubisofty and
2: more it, like. It does, it does really take a lot super from minimalism games. does so much for like, Elden Ring. Because what Elden Ring is, Elden Ring is very much a Souls game. They just expanded upon everything. Everything. Yeah. And to the point where now I'm like, oh, I get Souls games now. I get from games now. I understand. I will finally, I own almost all of them. The first thing I'm doing after, if I ever finish this game, if I ever learn this game, if I ever truly like come away like the you know like you know winning in the end, I'm going back and I'm playing through all of them. I that's I, my I'm, boy. I'm no, I am finally like souls pilled. That's my boy. Straight up, this is it. <laughs> he souls pilled. There it this is. is. This is arguably like the greatest AAA game I played since Red Dead Two. I, I,
0: I I'll tell you this much, CJ. This is in my top ten games of all time.
2: It's it's, it's brilliant. It's one it's of my art favorite art. games of all
0: time. Like so I'm so dropped 90 fucking hours
2: into this game and I haven't finished it yet. I'm 20 hours like, in and I, and and I, and I, and I'm already feeling like, yep, this is, this is something special. Like The whole discussion, our games are, this is that sort of like next step in that, right? This mm-hmm. is it. This is how you, it uses games. It uses the language. It, it's the same way when you watch a, like a Scorsese film and you understand the influences he uses like Bergman or Kubrick or things like that. You see all the influences, you see all the pieces here and you understand that it's it's sort of moving games and the language that games like have in an interesting way. Um it, yeah, it's it's a masterpiece. And for once I'm glad to be a part of the conversation. I'm glad we're all on the same page. It's it reminds me a lot of when Halo Infinite launched and everyone was just everyone just had nice things to say about Halo for once in like years. We're all talking about the same game and we're all having a good time and I absolutely it, To love be that.
4: fair, it's not all sugar and rainbows like elder Ring has is. got some issues especially sure. in terms of performance and bugs. yeah it does not run well it, it runs
0: really good for me on ps5 it
4: it has some performance issues there, no, was, the there was a bad save bug <laughs> there was a bad save bug on ps5 um for a while i don't know if that's been fixed yet it was I, I think with they, the new patch yeah i think okay. they just
1: adjusted it they didn't fix the crash, but they made it so that you won't lose your save. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then i just um, want to
0: point out real quick, Derek, what Jeff said in chat. He said, Jeff is in Jeff. Jeffrington is in chat. He couldn't be here tonight. He said, I don't know if it's been addressed, but a very funny person once said an Elden ring is what happens when John calls you on discord.
2: (laughs) And that funny person
4: was me. I miss you,
3: Jeff.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, on PC, really on PC, the game has some issues. It's, it's got, it weirdly runs on a wide variety of hardware, but it has this, in particular, this, like, bad frame pacing issue. So it feels stuttery every so often, especially when it's, like, loading into a new boundary of, like, a new chunk of map. Um, but it'll do this thing where it'll, like, freeze for a second. And then all of a sudden, you know, after that second is over, that missing second suddenly plays out in, like, super fast forward to catch you back up. I haven't it experienced feels, any of that. Well, that only happens on PC. It doesn't seem to has, happen on the
2: console. And that's so weird because I've seen more people saying that they're playing this on PC than any other uh, platform. Yeah.
4: Now, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> PC is
2: huge for Souls I stuff. have
4: seen people for whom that has cost them like a fight in a boss fight where it freezes and then fast forwards and they've been hit by the boss's big, big old weapon. Um, and that's not happened to me. But I'd sell my I'm, PC. <laughs> but I'm running on like a really strong computer and I've got the game installed on an NVMe drive. So like I might just have it on the most optimal hardware configuration. I don't know. But a lot of people are having issues with this PC port. And like I don't know if it's quite ready for most people yet. If you're sensitive to that kind of thing. And that's unfortunate. Right. This game came in kind of hot on all consoles, but it's a really good fucking game and so in a month the, or so it's going to be immaculate so the
0: only issue i've run into performance wise on ps5 is actually an input issue um and whereas sometimes i'll hit a button and just not on the controller and just nothing happens and it's cost me a couple fights where i'm trying to drink um uh you know i just call them an estus flask because i can't remember what they're called I'm trying and, to sip the juice yeah that's right i'm trying to drink my juice and I'll hit square and nothing happens, and then I get flattened. Um, and that's happened more than once, and it, it is extremely annoying when it does. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen, and it's fucking irritating. What is, why is Brit laughing?
4: Nothing. What what continue. happened? Because I have the no. mind of a me fucking and, teenager. me and Brit are, are chaos over here. Just continue. Yes, you, you both of you are.
1: Um, I, mean, I, I think From is in like kind of a weird place where there was a recent remake of one of their games that was finally one that ran extremely well and looked really great, and then their follow, then their next game, uh, you know, feels like a kind of a big step back in a lot of ways on that front. Um, technically, th- like, but like I, I
0: think it looks gorgeous. Like I don't. Like, it looks I, like I, dark souls 3 but with no no yes dude I, I gotta disagree with you there man like i it walked like out for the first with, time
4: like, much better foliage finn has had his hand i up don't know finn. man i walked down to the
0: world for the first time saw the erd tree and just like it took my breath away finn. i was like shit i've like, seen
5: shit like that in every dark souls finn hello yes i have a question for Robert and then everyone else on the panel
3: yeah how can i help you
5: um uh, what kind of character are you playing in elden ring what is your class what is your play style I'd like to see how different everyone is.
3: Oh, so I'm playing a magic build. So I, I, my my previous Souls experience has been limited to about 15, 20 hours of Dark Souls, which I really liked. But I got distracted by something. I think I was reviewing a game and I got distracted by something else. Never came back to it. Um, and I played a magic build in that game. And I, I just like playing pew pew magic characters. So I made an astrologer. That's the class that I picked. And it, I actually got code like not as early as John did, but like a day and a half before the game came out. So there's not guides at this point. So, I'm just throwing points into stats, hoping something works. And at the moment, it's working pretty well because, like, I finally got some magic gear because there's not a lot of magic gear early on. And now I have a bunch of cool, like, I can, sh- I have this. Oh, guys, I can, like, conjure. This giant fucking blue sparkly magic bow out of thin air, and shoot a giant fucking sparkly magic arrow like a gajillion feet at guys that are way the fuck over there. Just Sailor Moon that shit.
0: I missed you so so much, Reb. I'm so (laughs) fucking magic. That's what I've been missing, right? That that's the energy I've been missing right there, Reb. By the way, I love that you're rocking the Burger King look. I'm so happy. Not anymore. I got
3: a better hat than the Burger. I still so the Burger King hat lowers. The Burger King hat... What is uh, the gives, Burger King hat? The Burger King Derek, hat you know, makes, you King hat makes the me
5: smarter.
1: can you please explain the Burger King hat?
3: I'll I'll I can't up. explain it. It's a Burger look King it up. hat.
1: It, it uh, looks like look the Burger King Twitter, mask. You thought he the was the
3: Burger on my King? Um, but there's, um, so I've got a Burger King hat that makes me smarter.
4: Oh, it sure the fuck is a Burger King mask. Wow.
3: But it costs me health and stamina. And I recently got an extremely pointy wizard hat that gives yes right. that's the not, one like
6: i think of Elden ring and i'm like that's the hat i think of because of that. you <laughs> yeah. But
3: it's not it's it gives me some intelligence but it doesn't give me as much as the burger king hat but it doesn't give me a hit to health and stamina so i only use the burger king hat when i need to be really fucking smart
0: i feel like the burger king hat is something that like stealth type builds need to wear because i absolutely see the burger king like sneaking up on people and just like, well, he's like not improving
3: stealth in any way whatsoever. There's not really a way to do a stealth build because there's not like
4: there's
0: not. There's so stealth, actually, like, really. There's not, actually,
3: you can sneak, but there's not really a stat that I found that actually makes you more sneaky.
0: Oh, no, yeah. Reb, I found so I found the other day and I was thinking about respecking into a stealth build or, or at least a dex build. I found um, an artifact that you can wear that eliminates all sound produced by the uh, by your character. And just like, just like, like how Red, Red is Red. muted right now. That's and uh, I like that. And 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 it is it is and so I put it on and you can't hear anything. Like if you're walking through water, no sound. If you swing your weapon, no sound. It muffles all noise that you make. Oh, that's
3: really good. I love so, that actually. So, that would solve many of my problems.
0: John,
4: what type of character are you playing?
0: I am playing a big dude with a A, shit ton of armor and a huge sword.
3: I was going to say a beefy
6: meat man. Like what what else would John play? Exactly. If he he had a hammer, he would.
2: Do you have a big (laughs) hammer?
3: (laughs) One big shit himbo.
2: John, we're talking about your LB ring character, not you. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) what Britt
0: said. I'm a big meat man uh, with with, uh, a huge weapon that I swing at people. Uh, and i'm incredibly slow and i do fat rolls all over the place um that's that's me that's me i'm an impenetrable tank that is very slow
2: siege what about you all right uh i'm playing as a samurai because you know that ronin mindset um (laughs) no the thing is i kind of regret it like five hours in but then i I looked up a, a few guides that were like no if you build up you know dexterity and strength you know, you'll be fine. And I found a bunch of cool loot that required like a certain amount of dexterity. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna be this um samurai. I like the unsheathed ability a lot. I think it's like it's saved me from a lot of like, you know, really tough boss fights. Um and then I will and I'll just build up and carry like a big sword around if I find one so I can complete that like, you know, berserk uh, cosplay. Um I also found some claws in Stormvale, so I look like Wolverine um that shit yeah. rules because i'm wearing like an imp, i'm wearing the imp mask like the dog mask so i was going so last night i was playing stealth i was like playing online with my cousin and i'm like yo watch this and i showed and i stealth killed a dude with um with these claws and I'm he's like ah no way no way um so yeah like samurai i i i like I, I, I she's a whitewashed latina and i love her um you know i created the i created, the, I created the, like, the not by <laughs>
6: choice i have heard that that uh the character. No, I intentionally made her. it's not
2: Babylon's fall bad, but I intentionally made her whitewashed. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I, this needs to reflect like you know me somehow. I,
6: I think it was Imran <laughs> that made that made that tweet, huh? When he was That's trying. That was Babylon's to... fall. That was Babylon's That's fall. Babylon's fall. Babylon's fall. Yeah. Oh, was, was it? Bab- okay. That was Babylon's yeah. fall. People, a
3: lot of people thought that was Elden Ring for some reason. Elden which I, guess, Ring... I guess I understand why people think it is yeah. because like Elden Ring is yeah. the game everyone's playing right now, and there's like. If Elden you look Ring at the two visual styles side like by black. side, they're not the same. But I yeah. think if, without context, if you're looking at the character creator, you I'd see what people do. I mean, think Elden Ring yeah, also
4: like does not have good hair options for see, like I natural, like African-American style. And hair, that's why but,
6: I assumed, because I'm I i do not play Elden Ring. But you can
4: at least make people who no, the, look like black people just
1: Okay, maybe that not Babylon's the hair. Fall thing, like, I've watched that video several times just trying to understand what I was looking at and like the color tones, like, they're not even like actual skin tones. They're like weird light shades of green instead of like black and brown for like the darker skin colors and then they also don't match between what you select and what appears on the character.
2: Nope. I've always wanted to play as a white person, so I'm glad this comes out for people <laughs> like me. There's just like
6: no opportunity to You can, that can be light before.
2: green now. Can be, you can
1: be green now. now.
6: you can, can be Gringo Gracie. I can, can, I can
2: be, <laughs> be. I can finally get privilege in a game, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that finally you know, as a white, geez. as a white beardy I'm going to be person. like you guys. I can't wait. I'm a, I can't wait. <laughs> I've, I've spent it's gonna my be whole like, life... It's going to
0: be like that moment in Lost. If you've ever seen Lost, now you're like me.
2: Yeah. Like I, that's, I'm so ready. I've so spent could be my worse, whole life CJ. feeling unrepresented in media as my, a my, white may, mask my mask my, person. My, my fellow male maniacs. We're all, we're all going to get together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> CJ, how do you
2: think I feel? I look like
0: every default character in a Call of Duty or, or... Call of Duty,
2: the Batman CJ, bugs, the yeah. yeah.
4: I look yeah. like the guy yells, it's the bat. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> you do. Now, CJ, you do got to start putting raisins in your potato salad.
1: <laughs>
2: no, never. True. Never. Yeah. Never. life. I, you I need you
5: to throw away all of your seasoning. You can keep salt and pepper.
0: I love how Britt suddenly made that connection in her head. She's like, oh my God, you do.
6: You do. You absolutely <laughs> just. You, no, yeah. You absolutely look like a Goonie in a video game <laughs> like you a goon a mobster you fucking, goon you fucking no no look. you had
5: it right with goon. He looks like a has got her hand up Reb. oh I'm,
3: I'm willing to let this continue i just i have a thing once you're all <laughs> yes yeah. rebert oh, i don't want to stop this this is very good okay <laughs> i had a question actually very specifically for derek Derek, real quick how many how many hours have you put in by now?
4: a little over 20.
3: okay have you met a gentleman named Blythe?
4: i also
3: spelled blade
4: I don't think I have so like a very like Gaelic kind of naming convention. Yes. I yeah. don't think I have I, the name doesn't sound familiar to me,
3: Derek. I feel like as a fellow uh bisexual you a fellow should, person of culture uh, yeah, you should uh, there, there's a couple there's a couple of characters I feel like you should meet. one of them is Blythe, and the other one I don't quite want to mention yet because I think I think she's far enough in that it might upset people if I bring her up, but uh, yeah, Blythe, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, is this the motherfucker I keep seeing on loading screens? Oh. The guy with the wolf yeah. face? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Complete, um, <laughs> like, monster fucker energy, for sure. Uh-huh, yeah. We like, I'm not, a, that's that's not a match, Eric. I'm not a furry, love... but I'd bone down the wolf man. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah,
3: sure. no
2: question. <laughs> the
3: best part is, Derek, and I, I, I apologize for ruining this for you, but it's when you fine. finally meet him, uh, you will s- go up to talk to him, and- when you see it from a distance, you think, yes, there he is, the wolf man. And you go yeah. up to him, and when you get up close to him, you realize, oh, I come up to his dick. Yeah, he looks out. big. That's about he as looks, tall as I am.
4: He looks, yeah. yeah, like I could I could I could throw him standing up, which is not really <laughs> how that's supposed to work. But <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> Brit's like you can say that.
5: <laughs> she's not she she's not used to that kind of Potty That's talk, yeah, guys.
2: Guys, guys, this is, a, this is a podcast. Come on, let's keep yeah. it. Anyway, right, anyway, Blythe, hey, Blythe, so Blythe,
3: I, Blythe, and when you eventually meet her, Ronnie, you don't know okay. who she is, but when you meet so, Ronnie and Blythe, Ronnie, I have
0: been yeah. playing. So, so let me say, so I, will say been... I will say this. I, uh, somebody in, in chat mentioned this. I got, yes, you can get Blythe's armor. I, I have his armor.
4: Okay, so what I was gonna say is, I've been playing, I started as a samurai, uh, much like CJ did. I've moved it into a um, kind of like a mixed, balanced physical build. Mm-hmm. So, like, balanced physical, like, strength and dexterity. Very, yeah. very high, like, health and endurance. I've touched none of the mental sats. No faith, no intelligence, no arcane. How am I mind. Um, going for, like, a quality build? And the thing is, I'm I'm feeling like maybe I made a mistake. That's usually how I play the Souls games. But Elden Ring is a much less defensive Mm. game than Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, you really can get like a a stocky medium shield and have enough stamina to tank out a few hits and keep it like a medium load of armor and and really tear through those games um, playing defense. And you can't fucking do that in Elden Ring. Each attack takes way too much of your stamina. And each hit that you fail to that. You, if you get like your stamina depleted and you get into like hits done cause they broke through your shield. Yeah. That yep. lasts way longer. So it's more of an option than it was in like bloodborne, but it's
2: still it's
0: so panic inducing when that happens, Derek. Yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten so, like one, sh-
2: all my like one shot and all my stamina goes down the absolute yeah. worst feeling. So the I need to
4: find a way to respec. Like You'll find one relatively yeah, soon because uh, Derek, I yes. let me h-
3: gently help you. How yes. how many how many rune bearers? Like I've gotten do you
4: past see? the first guy.
3: Okay, I would suggest beelining to the second one and beating them quickly.
4: Okay, yep. Because That's what I want to do is go into more of like maybe like a dexterity and and faith focused build, so I can do like incantations and have maybe either a little extra healing or like the fire spells are tied to incantations too, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. thinking well, what Red just, just
0: said to, is exactly
4: what you want to do.
3: You just yeah. have to hang in there long enough to beat that second boss and yeah. all of your problem. Well, you might still have one problem, but you will right. at least have an answer to, the, to it's, what you're talking it's, it's, it's Elden
2: Ring. It's going to give me some trouble, but so no. i have a i have a quick question but to derek and then, yeah. i'm sorry we'll move on but like okay no, God. are you watching like people like you know like what people are sharing on twitter as far as like their are basically like, nothing no because like i i because i want to ask like basically i've seen people have like these great like these clips of them using big swords there's like this cool slashing move on horse there's bait, a great
4: dexterity uh based curved great sword that you can get relatively early on
2: cj i have one that's the, the, thing. the bloodhounds like, I, no, who do I, I have? The, no, I have like the fucking, what's it called? The one that you get, like the guys on the horses have. No, the, no, no, no. There's, no, there's another a, one. There, there's an, an Everjail in the
4: south of Limgrave. Okay. Uh, go go to that, and there's an all optional right. boss. He's well, not super
2: hard. What, what like, I wanted to ask is, like, do you like is now, like you said, you're kind of regretting it. Like, do you ever do you feel envious then if you see like every anyone else just kind of like pulling off moves that you wish you couldn't with your? current You know build? what?
4: It's not it's not the physical stuff. It's I'm seeing <laughs> people do all the cool magic shit, and I'm Got sitting it. here and like I like the melee combat in Dark Souls yeah. game, but I'm just I'm hitting a wall where I'm not getting like better, meaningfully better. I've been using the the fucking uchi the whole time because no weapon feels better to me. Mm-hmm. But the neither the like deck scaling is making it do enough damage, or like mean, I don't know. I just I, I, I there is a, the really
0: great, uh, there's a really great there uh, is a really great rune farming area that you can access right now, Derek. I'll, after yeah yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. there's a place the
4: enemies are worth like a grand apiece. Yeah it's yeah
0: t- yeah. You could r- really you can you can rank them up. I I've got uh, one question for everybody here who's played Elden Ring, and and it's how does from software follow this up uh because I, I i feel like this is the this is the apex not of, for a of while souls has done right like it's and i i honestly i mean look at it it's got a 96 metascore i i don't know how from software improves on the souls formula going forward i've i've been thinking about what else they could do with this and i literally can't come up with anything
3: i mean i think, um, they can just, I think allowed to just give us more of this for a little while, right? I mean, that's sort of what we said with Breath of the Wild, right? Like, how do they improve on this? And the answer apparently is to make us teleport through platforms uh, in the sky. I don't know what that patent was about. But yeah, I mean, they don't have to. And I think I think that's the thing that's blowing my mind so much about Elden Ring above all else is like like I've played Dark Souls and I've seen enough of Dark Souls 2, 3, Bloodborne and Sekiro to know what they're about. And they are mm-hmm. they are all very impressive games in their own ways. Like they're all very they're all generally quite good to great depending on where you stand on the Souls games. But I feel like I feel like they surpassed themselves, like so completely. Like they they this still has the good feelings that you get from dark souls. Like I very specifically remember the way I felt when I'm going through that first area in dark souls, the un- undead par- Berg parish, whatever that town is. The first yeah. one, or the very first one. And, and that specific family- parish, Yeah, that specific feeling you get when you go and you kill a guy, and then you kill the two more guys, and then you kill like four guys, and then you die to the guy right behind them, and then but you learn, and then you kill all those same guys again, and you get like four or five guys down the road, and eventually you you just keep repeating, but you make that progress every time, and it feels so good to just learn that area so well, and you get that in like Stormvale Castle, like that—that is still basically the exact same thing they've been very good at, but then they took that and instead of just copy-pasting it into an open world and making like this dense, obnoxious, fucking. Open world that sucks shit. Like, they took that idea, that like feeling, and they put it into an open world with like individual smaller spaces and curiosities. And they learned a bunch of things from games like Breath of the Wild and other games and they made it their own. And like, I don't, I don't know. I so, so rarely seen a studio like understand itself so well to do something like that. And so I think it's okay if like, for a generation or more, they just kind of vibe and make more of this. Like they don't—they don't need to impress me further. I will just take more Elden Ring. That's fine. I mean, they. Well, were I mean, pretty, we're going to
1: absolutely
0: pretty, get DLC for this, right? Like, there's 100% good. DLC coming.
3: Fucking for hope this. so. I mean, yeah. You know, it's yeah,
1: <clears throat> pretty iterative with like the Dark Souls games. All the so Dark Souls next...
4: games got DLC expansions, Bloodborne yeah, did, and, like, sec- and, and second second so Resident. like
1: I imagine, huh. I imagine they're just kind of going to build on what they did with Elden Ring for a little bit, because. It probably took a lot of. It probably took a lot of focus and, you know, changing how they go around, approaching right. um, Like level design and stuff. Um, So I imagine they're probably going to want to keep working in that kind of framework for a while.
3: Yeah. I mean, they made Dark Souls and it was brilliant. And then they spent like five more games basically making more Dark Souls in slightly different ways. So I assume they're going to spend like five more games making more Elden Ring in slightly different ways.
0: Like, like we all like people knew this was going to be good because from software makes good games but i don't think anybody was expecting it to be quite
2: this good i don't um think i was expecting to be converted that's what's that's what's weird because like now i'm so happy you were i i'm trying to wrap my head so like where do we go yeah like like where do we go from here i i don't even know because i'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this game and trying to wrap around like what the hell i'm doing playing a souls game i also just <laughs> yes, think it's funny so like good. i
1: There has been one reviewer that said they finished the game. I haven't heard a single other person (laughs) report actually finishing this game. Justin,
0: I'm 90 hours in. I'm nowhere near done. And it's because I don't want to finish it. Like I I want to keep living running through this world and finding I, I, I I am in no rush to finish Elden Ring because I want to keep experiencing it. I have never seen a game. I have never seen a game with so much shit to do, as I have with Elden Ring, um, and I like Derek said earlier. Hey, it's Stormy. Uh, What's up, Stormy? Um, the game is so much better for not having checkpoints and towers you have to unlock, and and the game it drops you into this incredible world, and says, maybe go this direction, yeah, if you want, um, and uh, and you'll find something over here. Um, And what I love about this is that uh, I consider it from like an enemy and like a boss standpoint to be the most difficult of the souls games, but it's also one of the most forgiving in that if you're banging your head against an extremely difficult enemy or boss, you can just run the opposite direction in the world and go find a billion other things to do. Um, And that, that, that to me is such a game changer for the souls franchise um and you know i hate making i hate making the breath of the wild like this is the breath of the wild of this and this is the breath of the wild that but this really does it does for the souls games what breath of the wild did for the zelda games in the sense that it took something that was familiar and completely reinvented it um and i i just i am so in love with this fucking game man i'm just i'm over the moon for it
3: I do think another point that's like worth making is there's like two things going on here. I think I think like on one hand it is it is still like inaccessible for many people in many ways. Like I think I agree. I think and I don't it's hard to talk about because I think there is an inherent magic in like certain things being vague and purposefully requiring certain kinds of skills. But I also think that that shouldn't stop people from playing games ever. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know. I do not know. I'm not a game designer. I do not know what accessibility while preserving that feeling looks like. But after seeing the ways that they have transformed what Dark Souls was, I have no doubt that if they wanted to put energy and time towards this, they could absolutely figure out what accessibility for this looks like. I mean, we see it with like the Forza Horizon series, like nobody could have predicted we were gonna have fucking sign language interpreters on screen, and yet here we are, because some clever people prioritized this and figured it out. So I have no doubt that this team could figure out if they wanted to make it a priority and they absolutely fucking should. That said, the other thing that is not an accessibility conversation, it's a difficulty conversation, is that, you know, Souls games are difficult. And I think there's like two things happening here. One, they are difficult, but two, ever since like Dark Souls 1, I think they have gotten a particular reputation for being more difficult than they are. Because if you actually play Dark Souls 1, it is, like, super challenging, but it is not – it's not challenging in, like, this this maddening way, right? It's like fair. It is, it's specifically trying to teach you through play and like like reiteration and uh, there are people who bounce off of that absolutely and if that's not for you it's not for you but it's not like just this menacing it's not like fucking what's that game that used to show up in like youtube clips all the time of like uh uh i want to be the guy where it's just just like unfair there's like spikes coming out of nowhere i know what you're
1: talking about yeah that's
3: not what this game is but that's like the reputation that it's like Like it's in there like those mario hacks like like, crash bandicoot
2: one is more inaccessible than a a souls game like that game is yeah
6: yeah like you're saying like that game's fucking hard has
3: gotten this reputation and i think that's put so many people off and i think what elden ring does so brilliantly is it it doesn't just respond to people who have legitimately played these games and think hey some of this is not quite fair but it's also responding to the discourse around them and it looks at that and says okay There are some things we can do to make this more meaningful to people. Here they are. And the answer is giving checkpoints right before bosses, but still making the bosses have that feeling of overcoming and overcoming and overcoming. The answer is giving so many things to do that instead of like, like Justin has described to me, feeling like it was frustrating and going to play a different game, instead of going to play a different game, you turn around and you go do something else in the world. And that makes you stronger to go back and fight that boss later. Like they have answered those questions maybe not all of them but many of them and i think that is just an absolute fucking triumph to engage in that discourse yep. with your game the, and make it better as a result
1: i think the checkpoint before boss thing will actually go a ways for me too because like yes. recently i played i played like ghost runner which is a very very difficult game uh requires a lot of trial and error but it's instant and you're back like you die you're instantly back into it you can learn you can try again and the added, you know, amount of like, oh, you have to walk back and potentially be careful because you could also take damage or screw something up on your way walking yeah. back. Like it didn't, it didn't allow me to like practice and learn in the way that I like to with difficult. The run back games. sucks
4: so much shit in in Souls games. Like, and usually it's not bad, but the couple of times when it is bad, it's the force. It's Yeah, bad. but when it's bad, it's bad, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Now it's so, funny because there are actually a couple of those uh boss runs that you have to do. There, there's one the there is a boss run before the second major boss in like the second dungeon and it is not bad at all. Like it's just it's it's like fairly short. There's no there's no required enemies that you can just avoid them all. You just basically just run up some stairs. Uh all. But it, because Lab. everything else has basically checkpoints right outside the bosses, that run, I was just like, God, I'm so sick of running up these fucking stairs. Like, when can <laughs> I stop running up these fucking stairs?
4: <laughs> is this Mario 64 so, all over again?
0: <laughs> so we've been talking at length about Elden Ring, and, and, and you know, I could fucking talk about this game all night um, and into tomorrow. In fact, what I'm going to do after we're done with this podcast here is I'm going to go fucking play Elden Ring. Because... Just like Reb said earlier, I've got a billion things I want to do in Elden Ring, and and there's a billion things that are going to distract me from those fucking
4: things. I got a wolfman to find. Are you kidding me?
6: (laughs) Uh, Eric, we we got that already.
0: After the podcast, do you want me to tell you where to find him? No. No? Okay. I would ruin the romance of it. Okay, I just want to make sure he finds his man Let the
3: person stumble upon
0: their man. I just want to make sure he finds man That's all. Yeah. That's all. Um, but uh by the way, Reb, that like that quest, that whole Wolf blight quest is extremely long and extremely cool. Um, and it's I, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts at the end of that whole quest line, because it's a lot. Um we did have another topic to talk about tonight, uh, as much as we all want to keep talking about Elden Ring, and that is uh Pokemon Nine uh or Pokemon Gen Nine. Uh Scarlet the announcement of
5: Violet. Finally, Grass Chat a- Gang, rise up. <laughs>
6: what that's so that's what i want to know what does everybody want to choose or if you're not going to play what would what would you choose oh it's the beautiful
4: alligator it's the hot pepper gator for sure with
6: With, with the craft cheese on his chest yes
3: (laughs) i'm sorry but
0: there was a room like at first people were claiming his name was hog gator he absolutely should have been hog gator no like
3: come on it's like no cool. Sounds
4: like a lazy name john like not even po- like come on
2: like yeah. not even I love Hoggator. gator so
4: let me give some let me give some background on what's going on here so we had pokemon day recently and they streamed a bunch of updates to a bunch of mobile games and a uh, free update to um diamond you know Br- brilliant diamond and shining pearl and then to pokemon legends Ar- arceus but then they announced scarlet and violet gen 9 out of the blue coming later this year Somehow. which is wild and not it weird. looks to be continuing off of legends arceus it's keeping those kind of mechanics and that style but it's going open world and well, no, also, hold on.
3: so we don't know we don't no, know they said
4: in tweets didn't they that straight it's up world. said open world yeah they said no, open okay, world. no it,
3: it is open world i'm not disagreeing with that but like the pokemon capturing of just flinging pokeballs and we, ca- like, okay we, we physically
4: have not seen that but we have seen yeah. like it's it's pretty it, it's pretty clearly I on so. legends That's arceus like one of the system. quality
6: of life changes that um, you see arceus
4: too many is. like pokemon like hanging around in the open world and like in the towns like it looks like legends arceus and not like any of the games before but it looks dead up like legends um it is in an in a region clearly inspired by uh spain and portugal which is kind of interesting we've not had i that got those vibes our, too yeah well no it's it's clearly you can see the map in the um at one point and it's clearly based on, on Spain and Portugal together. Um, You know, it's, um it's just very interesting. Cause like we had brilliant diamond and shining pearl admittedly from an outside developer that was, that was not done by game freak. It was not developed by game freak. I should say um, just in November. Right. And we just had legends Arceus come out in what?
1: January. Like, a- yeah. January, late like
4: January, yeah. so
3: end of, yeah. And
4: now we're talking about a new, what looks like
2: bigger and more traditional Pokemon game. Wasn't Pokemon Snap released last year too? Yep.
3: Yeah. Yep. yeah. That was a uh, Bandai Namco. That was, was Bamco.
2: That it's, yeah. just, it's just weird, like how many Pokemon games there are and, like I guess sure. Now, since, there's now, there's since a bunch, just of, one console. but but there's also like you know a lot of difference
4: between a lot of these games. Yeah. But it's so wild to me that we've got Legends Arceus, which really upset the formula and changed so many of the key mechanics around and now it looks like like and part of me wants to say that everything I wanted when playing Legends Arceus was like this but a traditional Pokemon game and now that's coming in way less than a year but like how does this turnaround even work uh,
3: I'm so worried. I,
6: got, I got a hot take for this yeah studios can work on more than one game at a time. Well, that's
4: true. That's true. I mean, that's true. But, like, Game Freak has traditionally been kind of overworked. And I think we're all just a little scared that, like, Game Freak's going in the wrong direction. but
3: yeah, I, I, I would also add to that, like, we don't actually know how many internal teams Game Freak has. But we do That's know, true. like, we do know, like, a couple of facts. We do know that Game Freak is small-ish. Like, it, I mean, it's not, like, two people or anything like that. But right. it, is, it it's, like, small for a AAA studio, which is a AAA studio. But, it, but it's on the smaller side. We also we don't know how many teams there are, but like even even discounting like let's say there are two teams. Let's say there was a team that made Pokemon Legends Arceus. We know that Diamond and Pearl was uh, Ilka, uh, then Sword and Shield was the last game made by this other team that is now working on Gen Nine. I mean that was like I guess it was what three years ago now. Sword and Shield, and they had DLC yeah. after that, so I guess that's like a little bit more of a reasonable time frame. But I think I think I think the Pokemon community is. Pokemon has had a rough transition. It really has, from hand because it was it was handheld for its entire lifespan, and then somewhere around X and Y, somebody got wind that Nintendo was eventually going to phase out handhelds and was going to move to console proper. And somebody at Game Freak said, "Crap, we need to figure out how to yeah. make this shit." So they started moving into three D around X and Y, and they did it really. I, th- I think some of the final like. 3DS games that use like 3D models but were still like technically top-down games were looked looked nice in their way. I mean they look dated now, but they they were trying new things. that was cool. But then we made the jump to Switch and like can't pretend that Sword and Shield or Arceus looks good. They no. don't. They don't no. look good. They and, don't at all. And there's there's like things about them that are like very broken and messy. And I I was willing to sort of bite my tongue and forgive it with Sword and Shield because it was their first four foray in a switch and that shit's hard but Legends Arceus did not look good and I also no. had I mean I'm not going to recap my review for IGN here you can go read that if you want but man that world felt empty as shit Yes, uh, yes it did yes they are not. They were. we not for Sword and Shield. Ready for for the open world, the semi open world. They were kind of creating. They were not ready for the open world in Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I am not really sure that what like nine more months, ten months is going to make, make a them difference. ready for a full blown open <laughs> world. So in 10 the months.
5: only thing I can
4: think yeah. of, and this is this is the only thing that would give me hope for Scarlet and Violet, but it would also kind of break my heart a little bit about like it. It feels a little skeezy. Is that like Legends Arceus? Was a tech demo for Scarlet and Violet, right? Like, because there's no way that 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 Legends Arceus released and then got all this positive attention, and then they decided, oh, we're gonna make Scarlet and Violet like this, you know, or using some of these mechanics, right? That, that's no, not senses. there's not how it works. What that means is, at some point, early in Legends Arceus development, internal feedback had to be good enough on some of these changes that they went a lot of this shit on this weird spinoff would work really well for like the next main Pokemon game. So let's start doing that. But that would kind of mean that this game that's had much more time in the oven was built around some of the same mechanics that legends Arceus was being built around. But that kind of requires you to acknowledge that they released like a less good version of that game less than a year before they released the real version. And that doesn't feel good, and, and that's super reductive. But like, I mean, yeah,
3: I think. But so, go ahead.
1: I think I think just kind of like some of the like tech criticisms of Elden Ring and some of the ones for Pokemon. I think, kind of end up coming from the same place. These are very talented studios that just haven't put the focus on building the tech that they need to be able to craft the games that they need mm. to make.
3: Pokemon um, needs to get off its own damn internal engine and use, like, yeah. fucking Unity or some shit. Yes, like, it does. Yeah, like I...
1: they, they, They're both teams that they make great games. They're clearly trying to do stuff that the, the community wants. They're tr- trying to push these things in different directions. But overall quality is hurt by them not having... The tech base to be able to easily iterate and polish in the way that they need to um and it, it's it's difficult to try to keep on a on especially like how aggressive the pokemon schedule yeah. um is and take the time to do that but i think at some point you just need to do that in order to ensure that the future um of these franchises like can be built properly
3: yeah i do have a gentler suggestion for derrick's sure like, hypothesis but I think, I think it's maybe like slight like a little less hopeful but also a little less cynical mm-hmm. uh simultaneously so i think i think at some point uh or when they realized they were gonna have to move to switch they said okay we need to move we need to move to ha- something other than random encounters like we need to start having pokemon wander around in the overworld like that's something we need to do and that's fucking hard like that's 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 real fucking hard man so i think they have been doing experiments into that little by little this whole time like it's not that it's not that they had any particular predictions about what would work and what wouldn't uh, but I think like they tried it a little bit with the wild area in Sword and Shield, and they had uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee, which is like a slightly different thing. But they still had Pokemon wandering around there. Uh, Ilka tried something with Diamond and Pearl, actually in the underground area. There's Pokemon wandering around on the map, which is not really the same. It's different studio, but still it was like another experiment. Pokemon Legends Arceus was another experiment, albeit like a very successful one. I do not think that uh, we're going to see the same thing we saw in Legends Arceus, where you can like do the stealth mechanics, like throw Pokeballs and just catch them from the overworld in uh, Scarlet and Violet, because I think think that that was an experiment that they put in Arceus in those games. Yeah. But I do think that the Arceus thing was part of a larger thing where they're trying out different ways of presenting Pokemon to you on the open world. I mean, I think it's going to be another situation where you you still run into them. You touch them on the map and you enter a turn-based battle of some kind. I think that's still going to be what it's going to be. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just, with each game, continue to like like dip toes in different pools and like see which ones work. And here in a generation both- or two... We might see stuff like "Let's go." We might see stuff like Bludge's Art Circle back around because it was so successful, and they know that it really works.
4: It's like always both iterative and so, experimental. You know, I, I noticed. At, so I noticed
0: um, after, like, you know, after the game announcement, uh, you know, uh, the official Pokemon account put out a tweet, and they very specifically said that you know our big new open world adventure, right. Um, and this is a question specifically for Reb because you wrote the review for Arceus, and I shared your your criticism. Like I I, have, I dropped off of it uh, after loving it at the beginning. I dropped off of it because, uh, you know, aside from catching Pokemon, there's really not anything else to do in this huge open world. Um, and I'm wondering, Reb. Is is Pokemon the right formula at all for a for a big open world game? Like like are they are like are there is their reach exceeding their grasp here? I I don't I've always been a, a, like saying like look not everything needs to be open world and at this point I'm not convinced Pokemon needs to be either.
3: No, oh, I think it can be. I think like I think there are certainly ways to do it, and I but I also think that they are very set to a particular way of working and i don't know who's responsible for this i don't know if it's game freak themselves i don't know if it's a if it's a pressure from nintendo i don't know i don't know who is responsible for this but pokemon is very married to being a very specific kind of game and i think if they wanted to do a breath of the wild ass shift or a I i mean i think legends are
5: Got muted Sorry, i muted yourself.
3: myself. There, yep. uh, I, I think like, Arceus was almost that. Like the core of that game is so interesting. Like it's it's one of the most. It, it is, I think, the most interesting thing Pokemon has done in decades. Oh, but for sure. It feels like a tech demo. It does. It feels it like it really a tech, does. So much of it feels like a tech demo, and i think if they really like wanted to get bonkers with it yeah i don't think they're ever gonna make games that look like elden ring i know it has problems and like whatever but they're not gonna make games that look like that but i think you can make worlds that are full like that even if they're not as big you can make worlds <clears throat> that feel full and exciting without you know going bonkers on technology
4: i'll take so, dense and like interestingly yeah. designed like it doesn't have to be massive and sprawling and eight thousand miles wide like I mean,
3: pokemon games were like fairly dense like the I, totally older ones yeah like the super I, were um, i know
2: nothing oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: oh i was just gonna finish off with i do lament a little bit the loss of top-down pokemon like i i don't think there's any i actually really liked brilliant diamond and shining pearl uh i didn't expect them to be platinum i just or like like innovative i just wanted like the old thing that i used to like redone and that's exactly what ilka did and i think there is a sort of because game freak was really good at sprites like you look at those some of those old sprites that old i would love just
0: reb i would i would love just straight ports of ruby and emerald on switch just 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 port them like i don't need remakes just port
5: the port the original game sapphire fuck off
3: Anyway, I, I mean, but I'd, yeah, I would love. I, I, am so, I hope they continue to use Ilka to sort of bring back that because I do think the, there is something special about the old, very strict, top-down, turn-based Pokemon. I don't want that. I don't think that's the future of Pokemon. I don't think that should be every game or new gens anymore. Like I think, I think we've moved on from that. But yeah, I mean, I think they could. I just wish. I wish whoever is not being brave in the Pokemon Company triad right now were braver. That's what I wish.
0: Somebody in chat yeah. said two uh, D HD Pokemon. I'd be all about that.
3: Oh, yeah, that would does that would be bravery. really
0: cool. That would be really cool. I actually um, I, I'm ex- like I like from a like from a visual standpoint. I think Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet look great. Um, I I love the I love the art design. The starters by far are the most interesting and adorable Pokemon starters I have seen in generations. They're really good. Um, I, they are great. Uh, my son's favorite animal is a duck. Uh, and so now that he uh, now that he can get an actual duck starter Pokemon named Quaxly, like he's he's over the fucking moon about that. He's like, yeah, wait, 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 wait.
2: Wait, it's, it's Quaxly. Yeah,
4: Quaxly.
3: Yes. The little uh, we the have little
4: duck sailor boy.
0: We have Quaxly. the
3: three. Extremely... It's a sailor.
2: Yeah. Like duck, yeah. Duck? yeah.
3: Yeah. We, we have the three extremely Spanish names of Sprigatito, Fuecoco and Quaxly.
2: <laughs> Quaxly. No His name is Quaxley. Fucking way! Look at this little dude. Bro, <laughs> 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 I fucking love you know Carl Barks' Ducktales. I fucking love Howard the Duck. Um, this is like, yep, yeah, this is game of the year right here. You've, no had, <laughs> You've had Quaxley. You've had for thirty January seconds, and if anything January, happens, I'm then you will kill everyone Logan. in the room. I'm gonna go delete Elden Ring. I've yeah. never played a Pokemon game before. Fuck. <laughs> okay.
3: This is the relationship ended with Elden Ring, now
2: Quaxley.
0: Yeah. Quaxley well, was, was the hero that we needed he and looks deserved.
3: Like, he looks like
2: a fuck. He looks like the Huey doing Louie from the Duckstills. He's, he's a, a like, duck a... with a pompadour. He has a pompadour. It's
0: fucking fantastic.
2: He'll look like Howard the
6: Duck. Oh my he God. actually
0: would, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I.
6: That, that's his evolution. That's his final form. <laughs> so, like,
0: my my starter's still going to be Hot Pepper Gator, but but I, Derek, that, Derek that is the best. That is the best description of a Pokemon starter I've heard. I remember I I messaged, I sent you a picture of him, and I was like, dude, it's dumpson.
1: Like if Dumpson was a Pokemon, this is it's Dumpson. It's just
6: bubble Bobble. It's the bubble bobble character. He characters. is. He looks like Rub. Re- yeah, it really he does. He,
1: that's what he reminds me of.
6: Okay. Yeah, yeah like I've been
1: trying to place why he looked familiar to me. That's it. Thank
6: bubble you. Bobble. <laughs> That's one he of my favorite like, games of all time.
0: I love Bubble Bobble. I need to go back and play that now. Um, I wish there was an easier way to play it. So we are uh, we are a couple minutes past our time here. Uh, and so it is time, sadly, to wrap up. Uh, Reb, we have greatly enjoyed our time with you uh, tonight. Thank you so much for coming back. And uh I all a, you
3: himbo dipshits. <laughs> we,
0: we, we miss you too uh, a great deal. We were all so excited uh when you when we found you were coming back this week. Um
6: yeah, Jeff wanted to be here.
0: Jeff I, wanted to be I here. Um he unfortunately could not. Uh but uh you guys can all find Reb on Twitter at Doc Valentine, and of course you can find all her bylines at IGN. She's doing incredible work. Um and uh you know the next big the next big name in investigative journalism in the gaming industry is right here um it's 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 so cool to see how much you've done in just the short span of a year we're all so proud of you rep and we love you dearly don't cry
3: uh, stop it
0: what and 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 i just so just we wish nothing but the best for you i love you
3: too fucker stop it
0: so there are a couple links in chat uh we of course have a discord with over 350 people now uh it's extremely wholesome and fun and we focus on uh inclusivity and uh, diversity and tolerance and mental well-being so please come join our discord it's always busy uh we always got a lot of people talking in there at once um we've also got some merch we've got shirts uh both in unisex and women's fit we've got some uh summer tops we've got some hoodies which are probably out of season now uh, and we got some mugs and every single dollar that you spend on any one of our shirts or hoodies or whatever, whatever's there on that store all goes towards numerous charities like black girls code and take this and, uh, the Trevor project. Um, we don't get a dime from it. All that money goes to various charities. So not only will you look extremely good in one of our super comfortable shirts, but you will also be supporting one They're of very various- they are massively comfortable. Like I like- wear that shit all the time. Inappropriate amounts of comfort. Uh, in those fucking shirts so you know what Dra- drape you know let us drape our drape yourself uh in our finery there's no way that you could say no, that man. that I was gonna about to be say, good and i was say,
2: and... to say wear us wear us put us on yeah yeah put us on bad you. opinion Absolutely, absolutely. There you go. Um,
0: and uh, of course, we've also got a uh, we've also got a Patreon that you are welcome to contribute to. We don't gate any of our content. At some point, we're going to be going back to cons, and we're going to use uh, your help on Patreon to get us there. Um, if nobody has anything else, uh, Finn and Derek and I are going to be recording a. Um, tw- about, we're going to look at twenty minutes. Uh, we're going to review uh, the entire Pixel Remaster releases and break apart whether or not those are the definitive versions of those games so look for that next week we've got a lot of great content coming up um but we got some really good square enix content coming up uh of course we are square enix uh influencers and content creators um which is yeah, still Justin and point. i
6: will be doing horizon at some point when i've yep. delved a little bit more into it
0: absolutely absolutely um and uh aside from that if nobody's got anything else, remember guys, kindness costs nothing. Uh, now more than ever, we all need to take care of each other. There's a lot of bad shit happening out in the world. And I understand that some people may feel scared and some people may feel worried and, you know, you may go to bed tonight and wonder what's coming tomorrow, but I promise you, we're going to get through this. Everything's going to be okay. Um,
4: as we say in the program, one day at a time,
0: one day at a time. Absolutely. I, it, it it's, it's going to be okay. We're, we are all going to be okay. And I don't mean that. I, I'm not saying that ironically or, or as a joke, like it's, it's going to be okay, guys. It really is. Um, Take care of each other and we'll see you next week.